0: Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 602. And today we're going to dive into the repressive and reactive nature of the shadow of Jinki 29 which is half-heartedness. The repressive nature is overcommitting and the reactive nature is unreliable. And this is the this is where the the pedal hits the metal, right? Because now we're actually having the opportunity to uh, experience with awareness where are we giving our power away. And in the case of the repressive nature, which is always the hardest one, because it's a collapsed uh, 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 point of perspective. You at that point are so unaware in the repressive nature of what you're doing that uh, it's very challenging to get out of this one. However, with this one, it's not as, in my opinion, maybe it is, but in my opinion, it's not as hard as with other repressive natures of other jinkies. Because what you're doing here is, um, number one, it comes from the second seal. It's uh, it's uh, it's that fear, the fear that that is completely unconscious. And it, it, there is no awareness of the fear. There is just, um, this is the hamster in the hamster wheel. You have taken on commitments that are no longer serving you. You have fulfilled the cycle and uh, and you are still stuck. And these are the people that are committed to works or, you know, working for a corporation or for having a job that is uh, enslaving you. And 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 because of that inner misunderstanding of self-respect, you have committed to something, uh, and it could be everything. It could be it, the worst. Are also the relationships, relationships that have ended already, and for XYZ reason, because of like I have committed, I've made a note or whatever, you're still in it, and it's completely uh, um, uh, going against nature, going against. Your own evolution and not contributing to life at all—it's just looping, and uh, and it's very difficult to see it because uh, your whole personality is based on that commitment. I made a commitment, so I'm gonna stick with it, even if I—if it kills me, right? And there are some commitments, like if you're committed to go to war or something, where you're like you're you're committed to die, right? But these are not those kind of commitments. These are commitments that. These are commitments that are, have already ended. The, uh, we, yesterday, we talked yesterday and the day before, we talked about cycles. And it was all about honesty. To be honest with yourself and with others, to recognize the true nature of the cycle. And, and realizing, and, and you could renew these cycles with awareness. But the repressive nature is completely unaware that they are going against their nature. ...by this over-committing, right? And they're giving their power away. Now, the reactive nature, it's also, in this case, it's also challenging, right? Because, and it's, it's almost as if this Jinky, the Jinky 29, is kind of like uh, uh, flipped over. Because somebody who already has the power to commit in the repressive side... In my opinion, you know, obviously, it, it's going to be different for everybody. But in my opinion... Uh, all they really need to do is realize how they're harming themselves, and then they won't have a problem with a reactive nature becoming unreliable because they already have that power of commitment. They're just over uh, 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 over extending that commitment that it, it's not really leaving, leading them to any any. It's not leading them anywhere. Now the reactive nature is not going to commit. It's going to uh, accept whatever, yes, 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 let's do this and then fall off that wagon right away. And these are the people that are aware of the fear. That's why they're not committing, but they can't do anything about it. So when they uh, fall off the commitment, um, they have to face or people, you know, response to their, you know, whatever commitment they, they committed to. And now they they just dropped it, so um, so it's very very challenging because without commitment you really don't you can't really uh, access your purpose, uh, and 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 obviously it's not about just committing to everything, but if you don't have that ability, or if you don't want to uh, um, um, awaken that ability of committing to something, and you are unreliable. What it really means is that you're afraid of um, of of life at the very core level, afraid of truly, you know, moving forward in life, afraid of what's going to happen. And they are aware of it, not not to the ultimate degree of like completely understanding it, but they are fighting against that, you know, the, the, usually the kind of like the excuse is like, you know, you want to enslave me, I am a free person, right? But yes, you are, and you've always been a free person. That is why you choose what to commit and what not to commit. Uh, people that are usually uh, very eager to commit to something, uh, and this is just generalizing, not, not, not necessarily always the same, because there are people that can't commit right away to something, and they stick with it. But usually people that commit right away to something uh, without really letting it sit, they, um, they end up dropping it. And this creates all sorts of problems in in your reality, but most important in your life. If you can't finish these cycles, you can't move forward. So this is what stands in the way of um, of truly. Uh, living a fulfilled life. As we were talking yesterday, these 29 Jinki, I consider it the one of the two elements that build the movement from the shadow of Jinki 28 of purposelessness into totality, which is totally embracing life, the other element being uh, um, detachment. Right. So when we move from half-heartedness to commitment, when we become honest with ourselves and with our relationship and when with our commitments, then we we begin to learn to listen to life telling us, okay, you know something is not really working here. <laughs> I feel like I am, um, you know, pushing something that is not happening. Why? 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 And you really uh, sit within yourself and 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 ask that question: What is really going on? And commitment is ultimately the, the one thing that's going to make your life uh, have. Uh, you, it leads you to a, a fulfilled life. <laughs> without commitment, um, you can have freedom, but without commitment, you don't have um, you don't have purpose. And without purpose, that freedom turns into debauchery. It turns into it, it's self-destructing because that freedom, uh, it it's ultimately uh, there is no aim. So what it becomes is as it's an imbalance of the male-female polarity within you. Freedom without commitments, like just having the ocean, is pure female, and there is nothing happening. I mean, it's all potentials exist in the ocean of of possibilities but there's nothing it's not going there's nothing going nowhere in that ocean right The commitment is the male aspect the boat in the ocean that has a direction and so without commitment, this is why a lot of people uh, especially and not only especially but you know a, a large of like very rich kids that grow up having everything and not really learning what is uh, what is to um to earn uh things in life they they don't have a commitment they have this ultimate freedom and they end up doing you know falling into addiction and 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 all sorts of problems it also happens at the other extreme when you're so pressured that you give up and and then there is nothing but just the couch or end up being a you know again he falls into addiction and and, he, and the the ending is is the life and and the, and the movement of that Uh, half-heartedness, which at this point is just, I mean, it's understandable because of the situation, but at the same time, uh, there is not that movement through that cycle of, okay, well, I have all these hard experiences. How did that make me move forward? And so there's no movement. So commitment is extremely important. (laughs) And through these two repressive and reactive nature, this is how we can On our contemplation, we can call forth and have our our conversation with God and ask for the physical experience and say, God sent me the messenger so that I can see it and that I can understand it. And it's usually people that are doing what you're doing. If you are a reactive nature, it's going to piss you off. And that's how you recognize that's what you have. Because when you understand what you're doing, and you've owned it. When you see somebody else doing it, you feel compassion and empathy because you've been there. But when you're not, and and it will happen to be people on the reactive nature, they will meet people that commit, and then they don't fulfill, and that will kind of like they will become the other side of the coin. On the repressive side, they would meet people that would be also stuck <laughs> in that, and and that is harder because uh, you're kind of just finding you know fellow. Uh, melancholy, or you know, truly saddened people that are stuck in loops, and you know, nobody's nobody has the answer. So that is very challenging. The repressive nature. So we're going to be looking into that today. But before we dive into all of that, if you're new to the podcast, you want to go to Jorn.tv That's j o u r n.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the very bottom, we have five links. One of them says Gene Keys. Click on that one, and that'll take you to episode 256. And you can listen to that episode, and that, you know, uh, gets you started with what we're doing here. We're learning how to heal ourselves, how to look into the unconscious for our leaks of attention, leaks of energy that uh, causes all of our problems of our lives. And and when we bring that awareness into those rejected or misunderstood parts of ourselves, uh, uh, we can integrate it back, and and that's how we reclaim our power. So on that page, there's all sorts of links, and there's a video, there's another podcast, there's there's a a, um, a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. This is the map we're using to look for the unconscious misunderstandings of reality in the, in, the, in the in the in our unconscious, bring them to the conscious. And we have in that map how to do all of that stuff. When you click on that link, it'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your map for free. And, uh, and, and that is a very specific map, this personalized for your incarnation, for this incarnation, for this body you're writing in this reality, for your genetic configuration and your spiritual configuration of the challenges that you're working with in this lifetime. And then you can come back to TV At the very top, there's a search engine. Uh, you can click on that and, and uh, put any word that you find on that map. And we have tons of episodes talking about everything. Also on that page, episode 256, we have an index of all the different areas of this map. And where you can find the episodes, we have over three hundred episodes that talk about that map, and we have up to jinky twenty nine, about seven episodes for each jinky. So we have a lot of information, a lot of 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 content, and always, as always, all of this is philosophy. This is data. This is information. This is not truth. Is not knowledge. We are inputting this data into the brain. Is high frequency data. Right? So that we can have a high frequency conversation with God in our contemplation, in our prayers, overlaid on our lives and, and, and contemplate how does this make sense in relationship to your life. Once you understand this map, you can look at all the areas of your life and find out where are you stuck and and then you can call forth uh in your conversations with God says you says God send me the mes- the messenger so that I can have the physical visceral electromagnetic experience so that I can know the truth of this in my life what does it mean to to me and then that is what we're looking for ultimately truth we're looking for knowledge not philosophy but it's very important to have the right kind of data Uh, So that we can ask the right kind of questions, so that we can get the right kind of answers. So all of that is there. There's also charts. There's everything there to um, get started with the Jinkies. (laughs) Also, if you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, you can click on the About tab. Also at the bottom of join.tv and that will take you to episode one. You can listen to what our goal here is with this podcast and this vision And you can also see our social media there. And at the very bottom, we have a resources section that explains what's been going on in the world in the last three years. We're in the middle of a transition into a new consciousness, into a new civilization. And the nature of our test, of our initiation is to become sovereign, to become independent thinkers, independent uh, from uh, external stimuli and in order to do that we need to be able to differentiate <clears throat> the truth from lies at a personal level <clears throat> and that's why we're working on the jinkies <clears throat> and in a, on a global level once you have awakened to your purpose in in within with the work we're doing here with the jinkies you can look at the lies of the world at the shadow of the world and realize What's really going on at a world level so that you can have a reference point to build a new reality, to put your attention in building a new paradigm, participating with your unique genius and gifts, because you are incredibly valuable. You are a piece of the puzzle, of the grand puzzle of humanity that no one can replace. And when you awaken to your gifts and your power, uh, you're going to be an in, indispensable uh, um, um, asset to building a new reality because we're not here to to fight and try to build the old paradigm structure that is what they want you know us to do but that's a waste of energy and time Uh, We just need to create a new reality that makes the old one obsolete because nobody wants slavery. And that's what the matrix hierarchical power system is all built on slavery. It's the slavery at every level. And right now we're at the level of the revelations, St. John, revelations, the apocalypse. And what it means is that the truth is being revealed, and that is how the all-power structure is it's like a house of cards, it doesn't have any power. The power comes from the people that believe in the lies of the world. And so as you awaken and, and realize the truth, the all power structure, like a house of cards, just falls. Falls on its, you know, it's a sinking boat and it's sinking right now. But it's up to you to awaken to your true, uh, uh, you know, who you are here to be in this in this life. What's your true purpose? And that when you awaken to that, you realize that you have so much love in your heart to give and to help build a completely new reality. Also at the bottom, we have the Pioneers link. Those are interviews we do with people that have found uh, the, the healing in, the, in through their darkness of the soul and they've come out the other side and now they're, they're with a the heart open. Now they're bringing that gift to the world. And it's, these are all kinds of people. We call them the pioneers of the Great Awakening. And we have an interview usually about once a week, uh, but uh, sometimes it's, it, it takes longer. But uh, we have all of those episodes there. We also have an interview with Richard Rod, the author of The Jinkies. And you can find it on that category of the website. As always, I'm not a teacher of anything, no one can teach you this stuff. This is, we're just, I'm here learning myself, studying these Jinkies. And I'm doing it in podcast format because it gives me accountable, and it's this is my daily contemplation, and uh, it's just so that you can people can learn that this thing exists, that they can use it in their lives, and uh, and so they can take this information and contemplate it themselves. What does it this mean in their lives, right? But uh, but the true knowledge comes from your contemplation, from your prayers, from your conversation with God, and from uh, having your experiences that will give you the true knowledge. And that's what we're after. This is a, a true, beautiful, powerful, very vast system for self-healing and, and, and awakening to um, to uh, who we really are and why are we here. So let's dive into this repressive nature and reactive nature of Jinky 29. Uh, the repressive nature is over committing. These people are conditioned not only to make commitments, but also to keep them no matter what happens. They are unable or unwilling to recognize when natural cycles are over. And this is really what happens, right? Uh, It's everywhere. We've been trained through uh, tradition, through religion, through social structures, to behave in a certain way there's been a, it, it takes 21 years of indoctrination of a child when you first put a child in a in a classroom they don't want to sit down they want to wake you know walk around and play and run and have fun this is our true nature we're here to have fun when this is this is going to be part of the evolution of education in the future recognize that uh, we don't know better than the child what we need to do is learn what listen, learn to listen what are the natural gifts the natural um, um, uh, where are they putting their attention and then help them uh, uh, um, uh, bring that put their attention into into that which they're already focusing on and help them as, uh, deepen into that because that's everybody comes here already know we already know what we are, who we are, what we want to do but then we're shoved into a very specific uh, uh we want uh, h- humanity has been on, on a process of homogenizing people and that is why um there is so much unhappiness everywhere i see it all the time whenever i go to a gas station and i look at the people working on the counter behind the counter they're just sad most people working on you know building uh, uh, works i mean uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are happy doing all sorts of different, you know, work throughout their life. But most people are doing the wrong thing. And what I mean by the wrong thing is the wrong thing in regards to their true genius, their true purpose. When if we had a 21 year cycle of of education where kids were to um, be helped to uh, uh, awaken and, and, and strengthen their natural abilities... We would have a civilization of individuals, and that is not what the power structure wants. The power structure wants uh, uh, cogs in the machine. They want slaves. They want people that do what the jobs that they want them to do in order to achieve their purpose, which is incredibly ridiculous and, and, and very short-sighted. And, um, but who we are is incredible beings, right? And so we go through life, through indoctrination, and add to that religion and traditions, you know, the whole thing of marriage, you know. Number one, that is sacred and beautiful, uh, but uh, also it needs to be very um, uh, very well uh, chosen. You need to find a balance of somebody that's willing to grow with you. And yes, those uh, cycles and vows could be renewed every seven years, as that's kind of like the nature of cycle of how the cells regenerate in the body. Every seven years, we have a, literally a different body. And you can uh, have a marriage that lasts until death, right? Or, 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 But it has to be renewed, right? And when we are, uh, you know, indoctrinated that that you have to stay... I mean, I see it all the time. I see people that they hate each other. And they're just arguing all the time. And they treat other like shit, each other like shit. And and it's horrifying, you know. Like because a relationship, a partnership, is 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 the, probably the most beautiful thing that we have in this reality. The ability to navigate reality and grow together, and have plans, and and build a family, and and you know create all of these beautiful experiences together, and enjoy having great conversation. If you if you are evenly matched, somebody with the same level of of attention, and same level of energy, or or similar. Because there's always going to be kind of like a push-pull, you know, but relatively, uh, you know, at a relatively uh, similar level. And you have kind of like a similar um, aim towards your going with your life. That could be an amazing experience. And and that does happen. But when you're not, or when you, through your life, you know, because of our shadows, we uh, fall off balance, and are still stuck in this, uh, you know, indoctrination of like now till death do us apart. I see it all the time, especially with religion. Oh, my God. It's horrifying to see just, you know, people that are just they could be the worst enemies and they're just they're married. And, and it's because they're stuck to their I am this and I am this commitment or a commitment, even worse, commitment to a job that treats you like shit. And and, and and doesn't value you. And, and they're just there because that's what they are being uh, raised to believe. They have to stick to that, live in that cubicle or do the same thing every day they hate. When that cycle is already way overdue, very, very challenging... For the repressive nature to move through that. So such a nature takes on far more than it is capable of handling. And then becomes gradually exhausted by the magnitude of its commitment. And this also happens to people that are just. They want to do so much. Or they actually more than they want to do so much. Because that would be more like healthy people that can actually. Because there are people out there that. You know, it's amazing how much they get done there. They have, they're making three books and they're, they're having tours all over the world. And then they have like businesses and here and there, making money through here and there. And then they're playing golf, you know, and you go like, my God, they have a band now at night. How do they do it? They have time to hang out with their family and go on vacation. This is when you have reached uh, a, um, a level of of totality commitment that is really working, but when you are not uh, in alignment with your true essence, with your true purpose, and you're committing to a lot of stuff, uh, you know that ends up becoming, you know, like the the day to day. You know, any you know person in the, in the matrix, right in the New City, you will see them all day exhausted. With work, with commitment, with this, with that, with the children, taking them here and there, and they don't have themselves. They they are they are not uh, they haven't uh, uh, given themselves the self-respect to create those boundaries that are healthy and that order that 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 works for everybody. Because because there's a place, to kind of like a, a, a balance within all of these things. They still can do a lot of things. But uh, a lot of it, you know, is because they don't wanna, um, you know, they wanna micromanage. There's also different uh, layers of, of of added limitation that that comes with with not listening to yourself, because that's the real problem here not listening to what what's really happening within you not listening to the the cycle and saying well this is way overdue and and now I'm now I have all these commitments and now I have to fulfill them and my life fucking sucks so these people often become victims of others or they become slaves or of large organizations right because at this point since they didn't respect themselves they didn't give their power to themselves now other people use them as um, as mules now they they have they have turned into a, a cog in the machine for whatever purposes, and depending on the kind of energy, when you're a victim, you will attract tyrants because that the dynamic needs to play. So if you're a victim of your commitments, you will attract tyrants into your life that are going to be victimizing you through your commitments because you have given your power away. The responsibility is always in you. So at that point, it's, it's really very hard to recognize you're doing that because you're stuck. But at the same time, it's very easy because all you have to do is stop. But the, the the inner programming is so strong that you cannot even see it. So because of the fear in their nature, the repressive nature do not have the courage to admit when something needs to end and they continue to allow others to abuse them either consciously or unconsciously. So at the very core, it comes down to courage. Courage to change, which is, you know, at that point you're, you're pushing that change away. And since you're doing so much stuff, there's a lot of energy, but that energy is being dissipated. It's not going anywhere. And so, uh, ultimately, the repressive nature, usually what it needs, it's a shock. It's uh, an experience that shocks them out of their, um, you know, hamster in the hamster wheel. And it comes with as a a disease or it comes as a sickness, comes as an accident. It comes as as something really shocking that finally goes like, okay, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And it does happen and and God never abandons you, so if you know if you're stuck in this and you cannot even see it, um well, the good news is that it's if it's in your hologenetic profile, now you can contemplate it, and since you can contemplate it. You can call forth the messengers. And what I mean by the messengers would be experiences of people that are going to mirror to you what you're doing to yourself. You're going to be seeing how these people don't respect themselves and all the conflict and all the suffering that comes out of that. And if you if you have the awareness, because now you, you've been looking into growing you be able to see it and, and, and make a, a, a comparison to your life. And these might give you the chance for you to gain the courage to just make that change without needing your child to die or some really heavy stuff to happen for you to wake up. So this is the repressive nature, very, very challenging. Now, the reactive nature is unreliable. When the twenty nine shadow is played out through a reactive nature, it hides a deep fear of commitment that is seen by others as a lack of reliability. And this fear of commitment comes because there's a fear of losing yourself, but you don't even have yourself in the same pl- in the first place, because yourself comes through purpose, and if your purpose is not committed, then you're just floating. You're floating. You're floating. You're floating. You're postponing your life, right? But it's because of this fear that is in the in the unconscious. You are you are aware that there's something that's that 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 that's going to enslave you. You're so far aware of that, but you don't understand that it is your only your own choice of not choosing. Because not choosing is the worst choice of all. We are here to make decisions every day, and if you don't make them then uh then what what happens is that you're not going anywhere and and we're here to become more aware of life, become more aware of everything and if you're if you're stuck in the same place, not choosing not choosing or choosing this and choosing that, and then dropping it. Then your life is you're not you're not really uh, uh, allowing your purpose to bring you fulfillment. There's always going to be that 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 splinter in the back of your mind, you know, that scratching underneath on your skin, you know. There's this unsettlingness always, always, and these people also, you know, they could become addicted to. Uh, um, um, rushes and and, and they could become alcoholics or whatever in order to get something out of life because they don't realize that what comes out of life is what you really want out of life is that is that experience that is fulfillment right that comes out of getting that path that cycle completed because of your commitment so when one does something without true commitment then one can rarely follow through an action or a cycle with confidence and competence. And this is the shadow of half-heartedness, right? Just kind of doing something. Yes, you're just going through it, but your heart is not in it. Half-heartedness, right? Just half of your heart is in it. And, and without heart, you cannot really build anything without heart, right? There's people that can build it out of pure will. But it's not going to be satisfying. It's not going to be fulfilling. It's just going to be empty buildings, you know, that are there. But they don't have a hearth. They don't have a, a, a soul, right? And so without that uh, total commitment, you're going to drop it. And, 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 and here's the thing I always bring about, you know, like a lot of people say, "But I don't know what I want to do with my life. It's a lie you're lying to yourself because the moment that you decide to know what you already know cuz you know then you have to do it and that is the fear and and especially with this on on reactive nature unreliable. reliable they're not they don't want to know what they want some of them because knowing demands that now they do it and they that is that fear that keeps them half there half at the, at the half point of everything and so whenever they do something, there is not going to be properly done. And it, and then if it doesn't work, then they're just going to drop it. So the usual result is the breaking off of the cycle, the breaking that the cycle with their uh, unreliability and a consequent disappointment and sense of failure or shame. And that creates a loop. Cause and I've, I've lived this myself, you know, like you just do something kind of halfway through and then stop. And then you feel like ashamed of yourself and guilty and you feel like you're a fucking failure. And then that eventually drags you down all the way to the couch. And then at some point you find some courage and you get up and you try something else. And then you do it half-heartedly and then it happens again and you're in a loop. You're stuck on this loop of failure. So these are natures that may say yes to all kinds of things, but then react to the pressure by pulling out of their commitments. So it's they're not really committing to anything. When it happens, they're just taking it because they want to get out of that sense of failure that it's that loop, right? Or shame and or shame. And and when they do it, they, they were it wasn't really, their heart wasn't there. So they drop it. So the anger inherent, remember this is the third seal, the closed third seal, right? The anger inherent within their nature is usually... (laughs) <laughs> because this is when the experience comes out. Because the reactive, na- the re- the repressive nature will will collapse in itself, and the reactive nature will 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 lash out in anger. So this anger is usually triggered by someone else's expectation of them, and those they tend to talk things up, whilst lacking the ability to deliver on their promises so they're going to they're going to drop whatever it, it they they committed with the other person are going to get pissed off and then they're going to react to that as feeling like you're trying to control me or you're trying to enslave me la, 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 right and so and, and a thing that you can recognize is like they say oh yeah I'm going to be doing this and that's how you can recognize somebody that's going to drop it you know when they really talk about a big game right before doing anything and then you know okay well that person is going to drop the ball and uh, but it's a loop, and so the way you the way you work with this one is is the same. You you have your contemplation. You look at your jinkies. Where is in your hologenetic profile, and and then have that conversation with God and say, God, send me the messenger, send me the experience so that I can see what happens when someone is not committing, and how it pisses me off. Because you're gonna have a, an experience with someone, they're gonna drop the ball, and you're gonna get pissed off about it. Because uh, when you have true understanding of understanding of this, and you're having an experience, and yes, it could be upsetting, you know, that you're working with someone and they drop the ball, right? But at some point you stop you because you can recognize this. This is the whole purpose of why we're studying the jinkies, so that you can recognize all of these archetypes of human experience in your life. So that when you're making business and you're building teams, you're able to recognize. Oh, this person is working through that one. Is he gonna work on my organization or not? This, am I gonna be able to have a relationship with this person because he's gonna drop the ball any moment? You can see it beforehand, right? And you can have compassion, you can say they're going through their hell, but that doesn't mean that's going to affect me because now I can make a decision because now I know what's going to happen because I am seeing it from miles away. But if you're in the midst of this reactive nature of uh, uh, unreliability, uh, then you're going to call forth that experience, and what's going to happen is you're going to have an agreement with someone to do something. They're going to drop the ball, and then that's going to piss you off. With all you know, due respect, of course, it should piss you off because then that's not supposed to happen. But that is the moment that you recognize that you have it. Because if you don't have it, yes, it could piss you off for a second. Because you know they drop the ball. But then you can look, oh, that's what that is. And then you can just say, okay, well, that was that. (sighs) Okay, now what? And then next, you have that compassion, you have that empathy, and you have the ability to make the decision to say, well, this person is not going to work for my organization. I should fire them, you know, so that they can go and find their, you know, or I can talk to them if, if it's hard to, to talk about this. People need to see the, this for themselves. This is why conflict arises Where when we're trying to change people. The job here is to have the experience, see what happens, experience our anger, and then take responsibility for the anger and say, this is my anger. I am angry. It's not their fault. They are the messenger." And so now I see why am I angry? Because I fucking do the same thing. And if you have the integrity and the self-respect to look at your life and say, where do I drop the ball? Instead of pointing fingers, because this is what we usually do when we're in the shadow, we're saying, oh, it's their fault or it's because of this. No, I dropped the ball. I dropped the ball in my life. Why? Because I'm fucking afraid of commitment. But the moment that you become aware of your own fear of commitment, it's no longer unconscious. So now you know when you're going to commit to something. Now you you start taking the pause and you say, "Okay, do I really want to commit to this? Does this is this in alignment with my true purpose? Have I even thought about my life? Have I designed my life? About true have have I truly looked into what brings me joy? What I'm really good at and what I enjoy doing is this in alignment with that? Yes, no. And then you can make a commitment that you're going to follow through. And usually these first commitments after you've realized that you've been half-hearted throughout your whole life, they're going to be very challenging because you're going to want to drop the ball. But the key here is to finish that cycle. Just when when it ends, reach it all the way to its completion. And then you're doing your spiritual reps. And at some point, it's not going to be a problem because you most of the time, you're not going to be committing to many things anymore. You're going to start respecting your time and, and who you are more and more and more and more. And, and that is why usually very powerful people, very successful people, they don't commit to many things, even answering emails or something like that, because they know the power of commitment. Your power comes from your commitment. And so uh, you don't need to be involved in all these things, you know. Put priorities in your life. What's the most important? My happiness, the happiness of my children, my family, me spending time with my family. And then after that, what do I love to do? And because I have my time doing my job or whatever, and that's happy and exercise and, you know, my hobbies, whatever. And then you you start giving them values. And now you're having a real life because when you step into this commitment and we're going to be diving into the, the the gift of commitment tomorrow when you step into commitment everything changes your life becomes alive right because it was just a drag waking up every fucking day to go to that job you hate because you don't you haven't had the fucking balls to actually step into the unknown this is why it's called leaping into the void taking that Going into the unknown is is terrifying. This isn't easy work. It's it takes it takes courage, it takes a spine, it takes balls to step into the unknown. You know, woman balls, you know, and man balls, you know. It takes you have to get to get into the unknown and to close your eyes and say, God, show me the unknown, show me the future, show me the floor, because I see no fucking exit. This takes courage. And, and right now, uh, life is actually pushing a lot of people to that because, uh, because of the nature of the instability of everything outside. So this is the right time to do this because uh, the shit's hitting the fan. And if you don't do it, change will, change will show up and, and make you do it. And this is when everything changes. So we've reached the end of the episode today. Tomorrow, we're going to dive into the gift of commitment, the business of luck, like uh, uh, um, uh, Richard Rodd calls it luck, you know, because uh, that's what the Chinese people would call it. But what it is, is love, is the love of God that's that's showing you the, the ripple of return that you put out, right? You put that commitment, now you're doing it, the universe is going to show up and have your back. So we're going to dive into that tomorrow. Uh podcast is every day monday through sunday you can find us on every podcast app out there when you go to joornd.tv that's j o u r n .tv and click at the bottom of the about and there's an about tab at the bottom you will see on that page our social media we have a telegram news channel a chat room that's where you can contact us if you want have anything to share you want you have any questions about this stuff any suggestions uh, you know, anything, you, you 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 can contact us there. We also have a, a, a Truth Social account that is growing pretty good. And we have a Twitter account too that is just starting. And so it's like, you know, if you're on Twitter, follow us on Twitter. Um, and we have a Rumble where we have all our videos because the pioneers of the Great Awakening, the interviews we have, they're also on video. And you can also click on the link below of TV and watch them on the website. But you can also watch them on Rumble. We have a clubhouse and all of those links are there. Uh, if you're going through your dark night of the soul, we have a very specific coaching program. We help people move through their dark night of the soul. So it doesn't, the suffering of being stuck in the darkness, it doesn't it, it doesn't have to take that long. You can get through, move through a few months instead of years or decades, right? It usually takes that long because we're so afraid of change. But change is on, it's on us right now. And so you can um, ride this wave right now, and it 's not as hard as it as it appears. It really is that uh, conquering of of that need to control reality if you can if you can surrender to the mystery and allow the love of God to flow through your heart and because once it flows it 's not going to be about you. It's going to be about giving. And when you make that transition from me, 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 poor me, I'm stuck in the dark night of the soul to how can I help? Who needs, who needs help? And then that's the love of God. And that will lift you up out of the darkness and take you out of there. We have a very specific coaching program where we help people move through the dark night of the soul. At the very bottom of Jordan.tv there's a support button in the bottom right corner. Click on that and you can learn more about that right there.